your book's genre. Do you know it? It's very important to lock down that genre. And here are all the reasons. But first, welcome back. I'm Autumn Bardot. I've got author tricks, writing tips, and inspiration for living your best writing life. Welcome back. welcome back. You've heard me talk about genre a lot and the importance of genre. So I just compiled a giant list. That list is available on Club Autumn. Make sure you answer the two questions or I think you're a bot, okay? And they're also available on um, the four writers section on my website. So links will be down below. I'd love if you would subscribe, sharing is awesome, and liking and um, clicking that uh, notification bell. So why do you absolutely positively need to lock down your genre? Here's the list. Like I said, list is available in two places so you don't need to write it down. So the reason why you need to know your genre conventions. One word count conventions. Genres have different word count expectations. A 120,000 word rom-com? Nah. A 50,000 word epic fantasy? Nope. Mm -mm. Too many long chapters in a middle grade chapter book? Not so much. Number two, character count conventions. An epic fantasy will have a lot more characters than, they, than say, a rom-com. Number three, tone, voice, and style conventions. Now, I write in two different genres. I've got urban fantasy, and then I have, I have historical fiction. And the voice, the words I use, are radically different. The tone of the pieces are radically different. So, and if you pick up different genres, you'll see that a historical fiction will read differently, say, than from a mystery, or unless it's historical mystery, or an action adventure, a modern day action adventure. So if you're unsure what this means, just go to your bookshelf, go to your Kindle, whatever you have, and pick up two books of entirely different genres. And notice, look at sentence structure, word choice, tone. It could be straightforward, sassy, mystical. Look at sentence length and look at how things are described or not. For example, a urban fantasy, like I have fun beach read urban fantasies, that is a snappy, witty tone, <laughs> much, much different than my historical fiction. Number four is plot and story structure conventions. A murder mystery needs a dead body on the first page. A romance needs a happily ever after. Now, the, I'm pretty sure it's a dead body on the first page. Maybe it's the first chapter. It's pretty close when you open it. Not sure because I don't write murder mysteries. But the best thing you can do before you start writing is to look up the genre conventions elements that make that genre that genre. Number five are premise conventions. A romance needs to focus on the love relationship and a whodunit needs to tell us who done did it. You can't, you don't want to take a, 
You don't want to take something that's like an action adventure and make it all about their marriage and their soul and that kind of thing. It's just that's not what the action adventure is about. So make sure you look at premise conventions of your genre. Number six is thematic conventions. Universal themes will be expected in certain genres. For example, if you're a Christian, if you're writing Christian fiction, then you have to have a Christ-centered theme. I think this might be a little obvious, but, you know, gonna say it anyway. <laughs> Number seven is trope and archetype conventions. What's an epic fantasy without a wizard? And an action adventure? normally needs a person to save. It's usually a woman, sometimes described as the archetypical waif, but it doesn't have to be. It just action adventure. They need something. Someone needs saving. Something needs saving. So look at your trope and archetype conventions. And I talk all about archetypes in my master's class, which is, oh, it should be up really shortly. I'll let you all know when it's out. Number eight is cover conventions. Cover conventions. So that includes the fonts, cover art, the colors. This is really important if you are indie publishing. If, you're, if you've gone the traditional route, then one, you're probably not even watching this because they actually just give you some covers. Like they gave me covers and said, which one do you want? And one I just said that one and another one said, I don't like anyone. I'm imagining this. And two weeks later, the thing that I wanted arrived. So they know in their head, the publishers know what the, what the cover conventions of that genre should be. Readers do judge a book by its cover. And if yours doesn't look like the others, readers are going to swipe on by swipe swipe whether it's amazon or instagram or whatever because the cover doesn't match the genre now i have actually discussed this in another video which i will drop in the description box below with goddesses inc i had i love the cover i love the original cover but it just did not work for the genre so i had to change up the cover and make it look like the others okay so what do we have next oh number nine is following here's the thing following genre conventions will meet reader expectations and that's why you need to follow them genre conventions meet reader expectations they have expectations when they pick up a re with a particular genre and if you're not meeting it they they're not nice they're, they're really not nice and number 10, it provides basic information for readers, for friends, for agents, for that query letter that you need to explain what you're writing. And I did a video last week about that one-liner that describes your whole book, the premise, how to write it. Knowing what your genre is very important. 11, you'll know how to identify it on Amazon's KDP and other self-publishing platforms. It'll be crystal clear to you when you hit the drop-down menu and all those um, genres come up. You won't be like, well, it's kind of this and it's kind of this. It's kind of... Yeah, you, you don't want that. You can have um, a soup of genres, as somebody wrote on one of my um, comments a soup of genres or a genre soup or it was something like that. So no genre soups. They don't work. Number 12, it will help you find keywords for Amazon 
advertising, that's the AMS ads, and for the keywords for the KDP dashboard. Once you know your genre, you can go into some of these programs where you type in the keyword and it gives you lots of other keywords and things related to that. So it's much more, it's much easier to know what your genre is for those kinds of platforms. Number 13, you'll know who your target audience is. That is super important, especially if you're an indie author. You know who your target audience is, which means Number 14, you'll know how to market. You'll know how to market. For example, um, my naughty books are, are on naughty book blogs <laughs> and podcasts. My historical fiction are on historical fiction blogs. I was on a podcast that was about women's sexuality and I discussed my, my naughty books, my erotica in that podcast. So the next one is it helps you figure out how to build your platform. How to build your platform. I think this is number 15. I think I went out of order. <laughs> helps you figure out how to build your platform, which means your Instagram, your Facebook, your TikTok, all of that. It just gives you like a surety of what you're doing, how you need to do it, who the people are that you need to reach. Number 16 is it helps the writer stay focused. That's you. You're focused on your genre and your conventions and meeting those because readers have expectations for those genres. So you're thinking, what does that mean to stay focused? So here's what I mean. For an example, you, maybe you're writing an action adventure that gets all deep and angsty and focuses on the main character's love life um, and not anything related to the action or the adventure. Think of Indiana Jones movies do we ever get an in-depth look into Indiana's thoughts and feelings? The real reason he didn't, uh, you know, marry M Miriam in the first movie? No, because that wasn't important to the genre or to the movie or to the action adventure part. Now, I have a lot of people tell you, but my, my book falls into all these different genres. Yeah, that happens. So pick one and stick to the genre conventions. Now, when I say one, you know, rom-com, I'm assuming that's like one. People know what a rom-com is or, you know, action, adventure. They kind of go together. So some naturally lend themselves together. Historical mystery, historical fantasy. Those kind of things are, I don't want to say they're one because they're two, but we see them as a specific genre, a certain specific genre. So pick a specific genre, not a bunch, not a genre soup. A lot of novels have elements of many different genres in their book, but you have to follow the conventions of the main one to meet reader expectations. Can you break genre conventions? Yes, absolutely yes, and many writers have. You can even just Google the list what writers have broke genre conventions and have been successful. But here's the thing, we only hear about the famous authors who broke conventions that attained wild success. We don't hear about all of the others who broke genre conventions, either willy-nilly or with purposeful intent, and the book went nowhere, nobody knows what happened to the book. See what I'm saying here? We always hear about the exceptions. We don't hear about the rest of the people. Think of that before you're like, I'm gonna break the rule. Great, just remember what, 
all the other stuff that we just <laughs> just talked about. Okay. Smart writers. Once they figure out what genre their book is, Google genre conventions of whatever your genre is and study it, read it, learn it before. And this might be controversial. You might be like, I didn't do that. But I would do it before your first draft. I would do it before you finish your first draft because your first draft is important, right? It's the bones of your story. And if you're all over the place and you don't even know what conventions you need to fill, it might be more challenging to do that during the revision process. So look at the genre conventions. If you're writing something right now, it's a different genre than you're, you're used to writing or you're a first time writer, just look up the genres conventions and just they'll say what needs to be in there, how long it needs to be, you know what everything like there's so much information out there you just need to find it look at it if you have to you know you know type something up put it front and center so that as you work through your novel you're meeting those conventions okay here's an analogy how many of you had tried to make something a recipe and you neglect it to see if you actually had all the ingredients i've done that several times with chocolate chip cookies and i'm like I don't have any brown sugar. What? I don't like, oh, I'm out of vanilla. You know how frustrating that is, right? So think of genre conventions as the ingredients to cook up a great novel. I know, it's a corny analogy. As always, writers, remember to dream, create, <laughs> and embrace. Bye-bye. <laughs>